yeah, that burns and it's very painful. Hello, humans, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, filling in for Pacinetti, who is, I I don't know, he's doing something. I don't have anything clever. He's, he's moving. There's nothing exciting about it. Um, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Chuck Fitzgerald. Oh, it's going to be a long night. And alongside me are three of our fantastic Mickey Dudes from the great state of New York, but temporarily in the state of Florida and heading northwards tomorrow, Dave Koch. Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. From the state of intoxication, Kyle Ostrander. Well, in the honor of the 30th anniversary of Shark Week, I'm trying to find a good shark joke. I'm having a very hard time. Here you go. Oh, 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 why right. do why do sharks live in the ocean and not in the sky? Why? The sky is jet territory. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I wish I could snap my fingers because. Uh... But here's the deal, I mean, I gotta say, it's, it is shark. It is Shark Week. I've been watching it for 30 years, and they're playing Jaws. Those two don't belong together. You know, that's, that's a cop-out. <laughs> now I have I'm not an America in my head, though. Beautiful. Wait, did you... Oh, oh, and from... And from the non-musical section of the podcast, Jeff Williams. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have any... Um, music to go along with Dave's uh, No, but the song. price of admission is a joke, so we'll just sit here and stare at you until you tell one. <laughs> oh, wait. There was this one. Alright, there, there's a sea, sea anemone. Um, well, he's more like... <laughs> oh, never mind. What door have we opened? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said I can't say that word right now. Which word? C? C. <laughs> How's that different than normal? (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Before we get into this week's topic, we are going to talk very briefly about our two fantastic sponsors. It's 930 at night. You know what we could all use right now? Some Joffrey's coffee. Kyle, I see that you have some uh, Joffrey's coffee in your hand. What are you you drinking? The good stuff. (laughs) The good stuff. (laughs) That would be shaken Jamaican, right? Yes, that'd be good. that's a good one to go with. <laughs> that is a good one to go with because it's what you're drinking, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even know Kyle was Jamaican. He doesn't hey, look... I'm like 132nd. Ah, oh, cool. Our poor listeners now are going to get um, some major stiff necks with all the rubbernecking of this train wreck. Oh, yeah, this is, there's a reason we don't record at 930 at night normally, and uh, apparently way past our bedtimes. Yes. (laughs) But, do you know where would be a great place to rest your head right now? Where? Literally any place that is a DVC hotel. And thanks to our friends at DVCResaleMarket.com, you can, well, buy into DVC from them. Hey, did you know I was just looking at my um, DVC uh, reservation for this Christmas? It's going to be my first uh, club-level DVC. Oh, yeah? Where are you staying? Ooh. Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's where we're going to be. So you can use those for club-level, too. Pretty sweet. You know what else you could do? Thanks to our friends at DVCResaleMarket.com, you can stay at the Grand Floridian Lodge for 350 points at $175 a point. Which looks to be a steal, seeing that they have points going all the way up to like 210, 220. Oh, 169. There you go. So if you're in the market for DVC, take a look at our friends at DVCResaleMarket.com. They have a great deal. 
literally all along, and they are the best way to get into DVC. Does club level actually work for you, Jeff? How does it not work? <laughs> yeah, it works. Well, well, hear me Free out. booze. Yes, yes, free booze. Free booze, free <laughs> snacks, <laughs> free breakfast. But those are the people that actually stay at the hotel and relax. Jeff is one of those people who <laughs> is always in the park going commando style in the park running from one attraction to the other straight through that's why i'm asking would club level even work for him i would i would do club level anytime because i have stayed dvc and i will continue to do so the only thing is i rent my points but i always skip club club level because it was like you know i'm not gonna be around at those times when the club is offering something to really enjoy it so i was just wondering uh no you're actually what's your right strategy no it's a good good point we just did it um for the first time last month and uh one thing i will say and it bails me out is the breakfast is taken care of for the fam you know i normally i'm scrambling i can do without breakfast but you know I, i'm living with a very <laughs> three uh women who are have a high metabolism so they got to have a big breakfast and get that going and uh, anyway, it's, it's, that bails me out big time. Now, you're right. It kind of breaks the, the schedule because <laughs> if you're trying to plan a dinner uh, around it, it's they, there's this very small timeline, and you got to bounce back to your resort and then bounce back to the park. So, yeah, it kind of messes up our j- regular uh, groove. So good point, Dave. That You know what? That is a good question. Jeff, have you ever stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, though? Yeah. It's our home. So resort. even with all, like that, okay. So with all the amenities that that resort has, are you often more tempted to leave the resort than, um, or are you this? Do you see the same level of temptation to leave the resort? I'll, I'll summarize it this way: It's we've been going to the Animal Kingdom Lodge uh, since it actually opened, um, and it's our favorite resort. It's why we bought it. DVC there. Every trip, there's this huge, uh, I guess. Uh, after the end of the trip, I'm, this huge regret on me not spending more time at the resort. So mm-hmm. as a theme park fan, that's really a good point because I'm never there to just chill out and relax, which is hard to force yourself to do as a Disney fan. But, you know, it is there, and we, we'll usually use one day to just force ourselves to just relax and unwind there. But, yeah, every time I come back and go, man, we just feel like I just wasted this resort. So Can I speak point. on this for a second? Yeah. Okay, well... This is actually from a very first-hand experience because uh, I just left Orlando today. I'm currently visiting friends in Jacksonville. And uh, over the weekend, I had a lady friend join me and was staying in an Airbnb. And she had never been to Disney. So I was basically creating the magic for four days, taking her around to different places, uh, we only did two parks and a water park, and we'll talk about that very soon. But uh, yesterday, we finished her uh, trip off because uh, she had to fly back to Canada at 7 a.m. today. So we finished her trip off with a monorail bar, bar crawl. But before that, I um, didn't tell her about any place in Disney. She had no idea anything about Walt Disney World. So before we ended up going over to the Polynesian, I took her to Animal Kingdom Lodge, and she was just taken back by this resort. As we were going through it, she's like, I know looking at it, it's probably an arm and a leg. She's like, but the next time I come to Disney, when I stay on property, I want to stay here. And she's like, the thing is, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I would want to do that for the fact that I wouldn't get theme park tickets because I wouldn't want to leave here. This place is just amazing. And I can just be happy just sitting on my balcony all day watching the animals. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a great point, Dave. Uh, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge for one night. And we we spent the night sitting out on our balcony overlooking the savannah. Um, eating zebra domes, by the way. <laughs> Do that. And yeah. 18, I also got our zebra domes, too. In 18 <laughs> days, I shall be experiencing the Animal Lodge. Nice. Animal Lodge. <laughs> Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's exciting. With the animals in it. Nice. At Club not Local, to be actually. Not to be mistaken with the Grand Floridian Lodge, as you said. 
before. I did. I did. Who said that? You did. I say that? Chuck, yes. That's <laughs> the example of the hotel. So. But if Whatever. the club level is like uh, this chop, so. the, the poly club level is going to be amazing. We, we enjoy the club level for free breakfast and – yeah. yeah, we're not there usually for the, you know, the, the meals per se, but yeah, right. We're one of those families, you know. We, we might we go back for, for a break and say, eh, screw it, we're gonna stay here," and it's gonna have some snacks there. Always free yep. sodas, free coffees, free something. Just and it's down the hallway. You ain't gonna leave the building. It's down the hallway. Get uh-huh. you something. Come back to the room. Right now, so, with Animal Kingdom, do they have the jungle juice, the, yep. the pog juice oh, at yes. the lodge? Oh. Or, uh, that's every every yeah, pretty much all day. Yeah. Can you spike it? Oh yeah, it's already spiked. Oh, it is already spiked. <laughs> Correct. Now there's a party. <laughs> you go in there in the evening, get your free liquors and your free wines, and you forget your name the next morning. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> a good place to be. There so you, you could double spike it and create an even yes. bigger party. Let me let me tell you, we bought DVC after a after I got into the. Um, cordials at the Polynesian <laughs> the night before. Because that was the only way to break even. Otherwise, uh, I would have owed them a lot of money. Let me tell you, my wife is not. My wife is not happy the next day. <laughs> so nice. Kyle had a party that night, and do you know what else would be a fun thing to have a party at? What? What would be a fun thing to? Have Thank a you for participating. Blizzard Beach, Disney World. Disney World and their new VI Pass Holder Nights, which are coming to Walt Disney World starting this August. Kyle, are you going to be there for this? Uh, I think it's like the 5th or something like that. Yes, so on three days currently right now, uh, August 5th, 2018 at the Magic Kingdom from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m., September 6th at Epcot from 9 to 11, and October 25th from Epcot at, or excuse me, at Epcot from 9 to 11. Gold, Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Passport Holders will be offered a special evening at Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. They will be able to spend two extra hours in the park after close, closing with select, select attraction shops and dining being open for these events. Now, these events are going to be free to the pass holders, but they must register in advance. Emails will be sent out ahead of the event, so make sure you take a look at your email if you are a pass holder. Now, Kyle, will what you be were those dates that? again? Uh, August um, 5th. September 6th and October 25th. I'm going to miss about five days. You know what? You just may as well extend your trip for the next five days. I mean, I tried. I tried. I, mean, I really st- did. You still could. I, I, I think like Pat might be there at that time. Well, you know, he's going to finish 6th. moving and then he's going to go to Disney. That's exactly what's going to happen with Pat. And we're never going to see him again. And never be on the show. <laughs> so with that being said, we came up with our own little fun topic tonight. That we want to talk about. Disney has offered this VI pass holder, which couldn't they call it VIP pass holder instead of VI pass? You know what? That's not the point. All right, um, we jump in the gun. Very important pass holder. Well, we are jumping the gun, but in addition to the VI pass holder event, our own Dave Koch was a Mickey dude on the ground for the H2O Glow <laughs> Show. Uh, H2O Glow event. It's not a show. Could it? Was it a show? Could it no, be? It could it was, be a show. It was an event. The H2 Glow event at Typhoon Lagoon? Yep. This past week at Disney World. So, Dave, why don't you tell us about this special event that you got to participate in that I am insanely jealous of? Well, not only did I get to go to H2 Glow, H2O Glow, I actually went to uh, Disney After Hours also, which has been oh, an experience that oh, wait, our- Is it H2O Glow or H2? H2O Glow, I believe. I was calling That's it right. H2 Glow, but when I was looking at some of the signs, it's H2O Glow. But I have been uh, also uh, partaking of Disney After Hours, which our very own Jeff Williams has also experienced. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people, when these hard ticket events were coming out, a lot of people in the on the Internet were up in arms. You know, Disney is selling up, doing all these upcharges and... They're just trying to just make, they're trying to just bleed us dry and I'm not going, I'm not going to be partaking in these events. You know what? Good for you. Don't go because more room for me because these two events were phenomenal. As I said, I had a uh, lady friend come visit me over the weekend and she has never went to been to Disney. So this was my first time to really introduce her 
to Walt Disney World and show her what I really love about this place because all of my non-Disney friends call me Disney Dave and they think I'm kind of weird for my whole Disney obsession. <laughs> I was able to grab somebody. No, that doesn't sound like Whoa, it. Whoa, that's a different <laughs> show, Dave. <laughs> I was able to introduce somebody to Walt Disney World with a clean slate who has never been has no idea of anything that they offer, just thinks that it was a uh, place for children. They didn't even know Epcot existed or anything about Epcot. So I was able to just paint a picture of how awesome Walt Disney World could be for both children and adults and introduce somebody to something that I love that she ended up falling in love with too when she, when she left uh, this morning from the trip. So the way we did it was we had some we had some limited time and we were also working with a budget. So rather than have her get a three day ticket, uh, she came in on Thursday, uh, left um, today. Actually, rather than have her get a four day ticket, she came in Thursday, left the early this morning. What I did was I was kind of thinking that it's July, it's hot. And the crowds have been crazy over there, at least in the Magic Kingdom. And she's going to want some downtime. Going to want um, had a nice pool in my complex, so we did relax for a bit by the pool. But I wanted to uh, basically introduce her to the parks, and I opted instead of getting a full four-day Magic Your Way ticket. What I did instead was. I went with the idea that less is more. So Thursday we came in and kind of just relaxed in the morning, went, went for a swim, and the first place she went to was Typhoon Lagoon for H2 Glow. I got three hours in a water park with virtually no lines anywhere, and we were able to get every attraction done. Next day I had a one-day ticket to Epcot, we didn't do any park hopping. We rope dropped Epcot. We left after illumination. So we powered through the entire day. Since we were out, well, we weren't out too late that day, but a whole day in the Florida hot sun can kind of be debilitating for a bit. So the next day we kind of slept in and just kind of just chilled around the house until the heat of day was out, went in the pool. And then we went back to uh, Magic Kingdom uh, first, I uh, took her for her birthday dinner at uh, 1900 Park Fair because obviously the stepsisters are at, are hilarious. So everybody's experienced that character meal. So that was how I introduced her to the whole character dining. And then we went to Disney After Hours where we were able to get in at 7 p.m. We had three hours in the park. We did the stuff like Carousel of Progress, uh, Tiki, uh, Tiki Room, Mickey's Philharmagic, uh, Country Bear Jamboree, Laugh Floor before the fireworks. And then we just concentrated straight on rides. And she was able to get on almost every ride without a line and do a whole bunch of character meet and greets and basically just have the whole Walt Disney World experience rolled up into a couple of hours. And for these reasons, I'm going to say that these after-hour events are spectacular. Dave, do they have uh, uh, PhotoPass people there? Okay, so they did have PhotoPass at H2Glow. They were offering um, meet and greets with Buzz Lightyear, Jess, and Woody. At H2Glow? H2O Glow? H2O Glow, believe it or not, is a um, Toy Story-themed event. It's hosted by Rex, and they have a... um, they have a dance party with a huge with a huge inflatable Rex out on the beach by the wave pool. Okay. Uh, that was that was actually kind of uh, freaky because you know they have uh, they have the entire area blacklit and uh, they're giving kids hula hoops and it was just a whole bunch of little girls dancing out on the sand and it just it just uh, I don't know something about it didn't sit right with me because. Uh, while we were there, my guest rave. turns around. She looks at me. She's like, "Oh my god, this is a this is a this is a little child's ra- a little children's rave." 
and that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And I'm like, yeah, this does not this does not feel right. But then we went into the wave pool and forgot about it at that point. But um, there were photo pass photographers there. Uh, nowhere else really. Um, if you wanted to get a picture in front of the Miss Tilly, for instance, there was no photo pass person offering at that one. The nice thing about a water park at night, you don't have to slather down in sunscreen. Right. Mm. I didn't have to worry. You know, you don't, you know, sunscreen is essential for the Florida sun, but you know, you have that spray one, you kind of feel sticky afterwards. The lotion, you know, you kind of, it gets in, it gets into your hair. It gets everywhere. You feel all greasy afterwards. This one, the sun went down. You didn't, all you were dealing with was the uh, was the lights. Um, most people there, you know, I always forget water shoes. So whenever I'm at the uh, whenever I'm at the water parks, there is there's no way I'm carrying flip flops around on on rides and everything. So I'm basically going barefoot in the park the entire time. And you have to now Disney does know um, they do they do try to uh, spray down the water spray, spray down the concrete. And everything, but many times I'll avoid the water parks because, you know, I'm a city dweller. I'm always, I'm always wearing shoes. I'm a tenderfoot. At this point, bare feet on hot, on on hot concrete, yeah, that burns and it's not and it's very painful. So yeah, sometimes they have the water spraying on it, but there are some spots, it just does not work for me. But this time, with no sun. The ground was nice and cool. Didn't have to worry about being in um, being in all this sunscreen. It was a no-brainer. As far as Disney After Hours, when everything is over a 40-minute wait during the day, and then all of a sudden you're walking straight on to Big Thunder Mountain, uh, Splash Mountain, Space Mountain... The longest line in the park that day was a 20-minute wait for Seven Dwarves Mine Train. You got nice. free, you got free popcorn, you got free ice cream novelties, and you got free drinks. Three hours, which is actually three hours of the event, six hours of park time. Now, $119. I got it at a $30 discount because I am an annual pass holder. But when you when you really think about it. A Magic Kingdom Park ticket is about $107 on a regular day. Now, yeah, you have from opening and closing, but if you have to stay all day in those lines and have to deal with the whole um, aggravation that is the Magic King, the Magic Kingdom when it's crowded, you know, for a couple dollars more, yeah, you get less time in the park, but you have an opportunity to ride a whole lot more rides. I would definitely maybe... if. If one of these events is on the horizon when you're on the trip, maybe consider not getting not getting a full ticket. Make that make that Disney After Hours or that H2O Glow event day. Make that a resort day. Relax for the day and go to the parks later on at night. Do Disney Springs or do something earlier in the day, but don't actually add that into the value of your Magic UA ticket. Buy it on top of it. You might end up time is money. You might end up say you might. Spend a little bit more, but you're going to get a lot more out of your vacation time. All right, I'm done. Okay. So would you do it again? I, in a I guess in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> and I would absolutely um, agree with you on this. Now, I've never done either of those hard ticketed events. My extent of the hard ticket events have been um, the post race party for Wine and Dine. And the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Chuck? Yes, sir. May I may I say something with a caveat with that in a heartbeat? Uh, I mean I No. Well, I'm gonna anyway. <laughs> I object. Hey, I'm the one that made you a host, so oh, I'm gonna wow. do this anyway. So <laughs> uh now that I did say that, I did realize something. I was paying for two people. Whereas okay. A lot of people are going as families. You know, okay. they're paying for four and above. So I would do it in a heartbeat for 
my for my financial abilities at the moment. Could I afford to do it for a family of, of four at the moment? No, I could not. However, if I'm budgeting for a trip and I'm playing around with planning for days and everything, if it fits, yes, do it. But I do understand that I'm a single guy. And In this case, I was taking a family. date, but pay, paying for the date too. But it, aside from that, it is one of those things to really consider. I would, uh, Yeah, we did it. Uh, I was shocked that Disney offered it uh, for summer. Uh, once they offered it for the summer, um, we jumped on it. We did it uh, on some weird February or something, um, the, the one of the first ones we did. Um, so, yeah, we jumped on it, and we there's five of us, so, yeah, it wasn't cheap. But the <clears throat> the thing that I wanted to impress is it's three hours. Uh, it's probably suited better for somebody that knows the park because it's dark. Um, and you really still have to use a little bit of a logic um, getting around and trying to maximize the amount of rides you do. Um, and, for instance, uh, we didn't do Jungle Cruise. Uh, it's a longer ride. Uh, we, we j- but, actually, we did Jungle Cruise right before the park closed, and we got right on. There was no wait. So um, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, you know, try to maximize your time. So jump on the rides that, that take up a lot of time. And I will throw this out there. I haven't ridden Astro Orbiter um, in probably five or six years so we we definitely did that that was great just like it's a beautiful experience um walk right in you don't have to you know wait in this crazy long line because there's no fast pass available for that ride so anyway no it's great it's awesome i wish hope hopefully disney will do more of those i've got a strong feeling there's going to be some star wars versions of this uh coming up in the next couple of years <laughs> so anyway I didn't even contemplate that they would do this for Star Wars. I just assumed that would be part of the cost of admission. (laughs) So, with that being said, here at the Mickey Dudes, we can never leave anything the way that it is. So we're going to play a little game of armchair Imagineering. (laughs) Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is create a after-hours event in Walt Disney World that you would pay a hard ticket price for. Now, this could be done a couple of different ways. You can plus an existing hard ticket event, or you could create your own brand new experience at a hard ticket event within Walt Disney World. There is Mm -hmm. no budget. There is no strange rules of you can only spend $15 a day because I'm in charge, Dave. Um, But I want to see... I muted my microphone for something. It would have been better the response, but <laughs> I saw I saw your mouth move. Yeah, it's a, it's it a good thing expensive. that uh, you did because we have to censor these things now. Um, but I want to see what you guys come up with in your levels of creativity when it comes to getting either your own money out of your own pocket or other people's money out of their pocket when it comes to these hard ticketed events. So we're gonna start with our southernmost person. Well, southwestern most person. Jeff, what's your hard ticket event going to be? Cool. So I've been to a lot of the Magic Kingdom uh, hard ticket events. Um, In fact, back in the day, there was a really odd one called Pirates and Princess Party. Uh, We had little princesses. Of course, we went to that one a few times. Um, uh, I'm going to stay in the Magic Kingdom with that, but I'm going to take a little spin. Um... Now, my party is not going to have any rides associated with it, which may actually uh, eliminate some people, which is fine by me, because we're going over to Mark Twain's um, Island. And this is going to be an after-hours event. Um, It's going to be dark, so we're going to get to fully experience the authenticity of going over there on those um, Mark Mark Twain uh, boats and... um, Paddle over there at night with maybe even gaslight or some kind of a torch light. That'd be pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so we get over there, and um, as we're unloading, uh, basically they're they're going to have villains, villains staged throughout the entire Mark Twain Island, um, and you'll have some. I think because it's going to be dark, they're going to have to group people up into um, sections and maybe escort them through. Like if you've ever been to Mark Twain Island, there's all the caves. So you I think mean Tom so- Sawyer Island? Yeah, sorry, Mark Twain, whatever. Oh, Tom six Sawyer one, Island. One, half dozen of the other. Yeah, Tom Sawyer Island. And so <clears throat> um, 
I picture going through the caves and coming across the different villain meetups. Um, uh, and then um, at one point in time, um, they give us our own little special fireworks that kind of you, you get to see over the, the island. Um, the climax of the, of the of the party, I would think, is to make it over to that fort. Anybody remember the name of the fort? Um, it doesn't matter. The the fort, <laughs> as you get over there, and that's where you have a a, um, a catered uh, food food party over there. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like I said, it's going to be pricey because there's no way they can have that many people on Tom Sawyer Island. Uh, I said it right. No. Yeah, Tom yeah Sawyer it Island. is Tom Sawyer Island. And, and Jeff, I think the fort is Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn. Nice. Yeah, clearly it's Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Fort Langhorn, sorry. Um, anyway, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, like I said, uh, we're really talking, it'd have to be pretty exclusive because they couldn't fit more than maybe a thousand people on that island, I would think. But I don't even uh, think it would be that much because yeah, then you not. have the, the logistics of transporting everyone there and back. Yeah. So uh, it'd probably be on the pricing, price range of... of make um, them swim. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bonus. Nice. It, you know, they could do a little twist on this and make it Halloween-based and a little scare function functionality, but I didn't intend to really do a lot of the scare components. But uh, anyway, that's my party. Um, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be about $300, so hopefully Ooh. I can weed these people out. So Wow, Jeff <laughs> is uh, big money over there. He's going to be the only one on uh, the island with Foghorn Leghorn. Me and Lynn Testa will... Hang out. <laughs> the two of you. All right. So that's Jeff's after hours party involving villains and a rooster. Kyle. Yes, sir. What after hours party would you like to see done at Disney parks? Well, can I add on one as well? Absolutely. I'll, I'll do no, one. Yeah. I'm For in charge. Mickey. No rules. No rules. For Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, I think the adults should get mini bottles at each stop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, don't disagree I, got, I got no, I got no proof. I got no any kind of thing like that. I just say, hey, it's a good idea. You know, go with it. Say yay, nay, whatever. I don't care. I, I don't disagree thoughts. with you. I, I'm just concerned. Low proof alcohol. <laughs> okay. Well, that's right. one way to enhance a party. Anyway, on to my new after hours hard ticketed event um my local zoo which is awesome i love it has a thing every year called brew at the zoo hmm. now as it said it's a it's an alcohol type event where um you go in you pay a price and you get a little almost two ounce pour a little bigger than a shot glass glass it has a zoo on there where it was you go around to stations with local breweries and you sample the beers well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take it over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. So we're going to call it Badak. Brew at Disney's Animal Kingdom. You go in, and as us Disney nerds like, we know we love our exclusives. We love our one-of-a-kind things. We'll get a little glass of 2,000-whatever. Uh, brew at uh, Disney Animal Kingdom. Badak. Badak. And there's gonna be breweries and drinks throughout the whole place. You go up there again. It's not a it's not a drunk fest. It's not there for you to get drunk, get stupid. Because if you do, you get get the crap out of there. Man, that's it's, called that's food not, wine festival. That's food and wine festival. You know, you go in there, you go to Oasis, you get something cool. You go over to Asia and Africa instead of having you know an Asian beer, an African beer, African food, Asian food. You know, you go pick specific areas like Africa, Egyptian food, Egyptian beer. Uh, Morocco food, Morocco beer kind of thing. And Asia, same thing. You separate, separate separate the countries out and make it more, uh, more, uh, what's that word here? Uh, I can't think of the, um, uh, no, I can't think of a good SAT word for this one, but more, uh, whatever. I don't care. And so, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a drunk fish. and go around, go and enjoy yourself, get some good foods. And it's good enough for the kids to go to. That's why you only get two ounce pours at a time. And however, if you are by yourself or just no kids whatsoever, you go to Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is boring as anyway, and it's going to be a rave. <laughs> loud music, loud loud what? tunes, good beers, good drink, good foods. You know, as for adults go and get crazy. 
leave the kids at the house. That's where we're all going to go. I see some potential liability issues with throwing a rave near the animal cages. Did you say there's no rules? Oh, fair point. I am going with no rule thing. No, fair point. And now, what, the, what uh, time does the big game hunting start? The big game hunting with a guy named Mike starts about six o'clock. You won't get there before sunset. Mm, mm, yeah. right, because uh, animals are more uh, active at night. What, what, what am I talking about this? I hate this kind of stuff. What? But raves? Raids or raves or raves? Raves. Oh, raves. You, know, you get there as soon as you can. Yeah. Okay. So you start, let's say, start about seven <laughs> o'clock, you know, gates open at five. You go in at five, things start at seven. Price, 100 bucks. Ooh, now there, there's a steal. You get a full rave. Um, and now, are food and drink included in this, Kyle? Yes, yeah, a little uh, two ounce pour. That's, mm-hmm. that's your, that's your, you pay the $100, you get a little glass, you go walk around and sample. Okay. And there's going to be people from the actual brewery there or actual distillery there you know so you get some questions say hey what's this beer you can get you get some good education along with it as well as disney animal kingdom was meant to be education and fun all right cool so we have one group of people stuck on an island (laughs) one group of people stuck at a rave with two ounce pours but a nice (laughs) name called badak dave what do you got for us Okay, well, I'm going to do two things first. Uh, I'm going to first take H2 Glow, and I'm going to change the park. As uh, you were surprised when I was talking about how it's a Toy Story theme, and this is the incredible summer, so I kind of feel that that event, they kind of dropped the ball. Yeah, I guess they were trying to make a tie-in to the new Toy Story Land, but they kind of did a weak job with it. I think with Blizzard Beach and everything, a whole ski resort melting and all the idea of the ice, this could have easily been an event that they had at Blizzard Beach and featured Frozone. Ooh. And added it into the whole incredible summer, and it would have been a nice tie-in. All you need to do is have meet and greets with Frozone, have uh, some... uh, that's Basically mean. have some uh, meet and greets with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Make the dance party that they have inside of uh, Magic Kingdom now. Uh, put Edna, Edna Mode over there. Maybe uh, maybe have a couple of slide races where it's Dash's, uh, Dash's body slide uh, drop or something like that. And like whoever wins, you know, they get like, I don't know, something like a... Some some trinkety thing that like cost Disney thirty cents to make and they charge seven fifty for, like or something like that, <laughs> you know, just yeah. just something on that order. So that would be my uh, plusing. Uh, now to create a whole new event, I'm gonna use Epcot, and I'm gonna make use of one of my favorite uh, underrated attractions at Epcot, and that is Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. This is going to be a night of celebration of of cultures. And the one thing that you get to do while at the... Yes. But the one thing you get to do during this hard ticket event is you have to complete Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. And only the pavilions that that are included in the game will be open. You compete... You compete with each of the uh, games. You win the games. You take some time to really get to know the pavilion. You look around. You get to see it. With each pavilion that you win the game with, you go over to a cast member. You show them you completed the game, and they hand you a paper fast pass to a different attraction. So you finish the game in France. You get a, you get a fast pass to Sorkin. You finish the game in uh, Mexico, you get a fast pass over in Norway and stuff like that. So you go around to all, I think there's like six games. So each game will be a different attraction and you get to ride the attractions in future world after you take some time to really get to know the in and outs of the world showcase. 
And you could even start the adventure before Epcot closes. They'll give you a special land lanyard so you can go you can go on beforehand. And then afterwards during the after hours, use your fast passes then. Nice. I like it. I really do. That is tempting. Dave, what, what price point are you looking at for this? It's Disney, so you know, they gotta they gotta make it worth their while to stay up and you gotta pay cast members. So you know what? I'm also gonna have um a whole bunch of characters meeting in those pavilions. So, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna go about eighty. Eighty dollars. Okay, that's, that's not pre- bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for what you're getting. Cheaper than a rave. Yeah, cheaper than the rave. Now, I'm gonna start off with cheating. I'm going to plus an event um, by combining H2O Glow and a Blizzard Beach After Hours party into one. You are going to have two hours at each park with complimentary transportation between each. Um, it's going to be called Wet and Wild Nights. There is no rave, Kyle, and it's not at Wet and Wild. But you are going to have your characters. You're going to have your meet and greets. You're going to have everything that you already get with all the stuff um, that Disney's putting on currently. But you're also going to get the ability to experience both parks at night. Um, now... For my imagineered event, I'm going to start off a little crazy. I'm going to start off with my price point. $185 per person. Now, what does that get you, you ask? As you know, Disney has staggered closing times throughout all their parks. Sometimes it's one hour difference. Sometimes it's two hour difference. A couple of weird nights you get everything closing at the same time. But on these staggered closing time nights, you can have an after hours event at each of the parks. Now we're going to start with animal kingdom. Uh, actually, no, we're going to start with, hmm, yeah, we'll start with animal kingdom. It'll be a night that animal kingdom closes at eight, which isn't really that much anymore. Um, and you get two hours in Animal Kingdom to experience to yourself. Now, we're going to keep you in the front half of the park. It's going to be Pandora. It's going to be um, Dinoland. Uh, well, actually, we're, we're going to keep you away from Africa because there's not a whole lot to do back there after the, the sun goes down. Um, it's going to have that Harambe Nights vibe with a lot of cultural music, a lot of party. Um, and you're going to get to spend two hours in Animal Kingdom with just the attendees at the party. Now, what are you going to do after Animal Kingdom, you ask? Because you're going to be out of there by like 10 o'clock. Well, Epcot is already closed at 9 o'clock, so you're then going to be bussed over to Epcot for a nice 9 to 11. Oh, this is going to be a long night, everyone. For, uh, yeah, a nice 9 to 11, two hours at Epcot, where you get carte blanche to the park. We're not going to do this during festival time, so you don't have to worry about the kiosks being open. You do get a couple of the the pavilions open in the back. Um, I'm thinking anything with an attraction and then all of Future World. So you get two hours at Epcot. On top of that, we're going to start to throw in some food. You get one snack per pavilion, no budget. So that's 11 snacks. The only thing you have to worry about is your gut budget. Now, after your two hours at Epcot, you're going to Hollywood Studios because they just finished with their Toy Story Land and they're not closing until 11 on most nights anyways. So you get two hours at Hollywood Studios. Most people are going to go to Toy Story Land, but they're going to have that right half of the park open. So you're going to plus Star Tours. So you're going to get Star Tours. You're going to get Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, and Toy Story Land for two hours to yourself. Now, because we're getting a little bit late here, it's going to be what? One o'clock in the morning? By the time you get out of Hollywood? Yeah. It's going to be one o'clock in the morning. The last... The last trip that you're going to take is to Magic Kingdom. You're going over there at 1 o'clock because they closed at midnight that night at Magic Kingdom. And for the rest of the evening, you get to spend the entire time in Magic Kingdom, all the snacks you want, all the attractions open that they have open for their after-hours party right now. So not everything, but a majority of the things, plus all the accoutrements. And then at 1.30 you're going to get a nice firework, private fireworks show for just the party goers. So it's going to be worth the money, but it is going to be the most expensive. Now, how much would you pay? 
what did I say? 180? You don't get to go to my island, though. Well, no, you, you can't go to the island. Or the rave. Like, well, no, I mean, no, it's not like that. We can share. It's not a three-hour <laughs> tour. Which Jeff's has the makings of becoming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With all that being said, we're going to play little games amongst ourselves, and we're going to ask you to play this game along at home. We have four options on the table. Which of the four would you choose, not counting your own? So, Jeff. Yes. Which of the three remaining options, not your own, would you like to do? <laughs> not your own. Um... I'm kind of digging. No, I I almost would would go with Dave's uh, Epcot thing if if maybe he plused it just a little bit. Maybe if he made it like a special um, Agent P's UK Brexit adventure, <laughs> where you you wall off both sides of UK <laughs> Pavilion, and like on the bridge, you like all you're like you know flipping the bird to France and stuff like that. Man, that would so, be really fun. If but. we did that, there would have to be a private meet and greet with Steven. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for that. Uh, I would because that. he's I become this. a Disney character in, in, in himself right now. Well, at this point, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, seriously, yes. I'd pick Dave's because I, I've never been in a private um, or a special hard-ticketed event at Epcot at all, so... I w- I'm dying to do that. Well, I get yeah, not not a Disney hard ticketed event. Me and Dave did the uh, Disney plug thing, but no, yeah, Epcot would be cool. I'd like to try that out. Okay, Kyle, what would you pick? Uh, let me see here. Chuck, you're sound intriguing with too much move, too many moving parts, too many transportation. I get lost. You get, get many vans. You don't have to drive, Kyle. <laughs> I know, but yeah, I'm with Kyle. It's too too much too much structure there, lost. man. Too much There's structure. A, it's two hours at every park after close. <laughs> I know, but you gotta be somewhere at one point, one time to go to the bus to go somewhere else. Well, you'll have a handler or a shot collar, whatever. We'll figure it out. Mm. Shot collar works pretty well. Mm. Um, <laughs> let me see here. Jeff's um, Island of Misfit Toys sounds pretty intriguing. That's a <laughs> that's a fantastic name for it, but like scary. It. Yeah, I don't like the fact I can't get off it. I don't think there's lights on that island, are there? No. Probably I say not. get off it. No one said anything about it either. Well, we're going to just move right on by that. All right. Um, Dave's. <laughs> I'm going Dave's. You know, that sounds pretty fun. You know, stay in one park, play a game. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm mad I didn't think about playing a game. And... But Dak. So Badak. I'm going Dave's. <laughs> okay. Dave, which one are you going with? Well, considering I was trying to get Uber Eats to work, so I wasn't really listening to yours, I'm going to go with Kyle's because I have been to brew at the zoo, at the Bronx Zoo, and it was always a good time. So definitely, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of brew at the zoo, so I will be a fan of brew at Dak. Badak. Excellent. Badak. Badak. Hashtag Badak. All right, so because I can't pick my own, I'm going to have to go with Badak. Um, Yay! Mainly because there includes a little tchotchke um, that we would then get for just arriving or attending or whatever. Um, the rave isn't really all that intriguing, but the the name Badak, I think, is what did it for me. The, the rave is there if you want to go. It's not the main. That's why it's way out there on Rafiki's Planet Watch. If you want to go, it's away from everybody else. But if you, yeah, it's, if you don't want to go, would no the petting zoo still be open during the rave? Dude, they'd be, part, they'd be taking part of the rave. Well, in that case, I think I'd have to go to the rave. You know, get a goat in the middle of the rave. <laughs> Amazing. Beautiful. Oh, oh. We boy. call that we, we call that a field party out here. That's called Tuesday. <laughs> <for Kyle>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only Monday. Yeah, so we got another night, an, uh, an extra night for you for that. Yay. So, Hold on. Well, you guys, you guys hearing it? I got dead air on my end. Did you guys get that? Yeah, we all got it. Okay. You, you froze. Your video froze. And okay. then you no dropped problem. out and came back. Okay. So with that being said, now we want your opinion for those of you listening at home or in your car. If you're listening in your car, pull over. doesn't matter where you are. Just pull over and tweet at us, at the Mickey Dudes, and let us know which of our four After Hours events would you want to participate in. 
I personally think you should participate in the four parks, one world day. Uh, <laughs> we'll give you snacks. We don't have a nice name like Badak, but we'll give you snacks. We got booze. We have booze, too. For free. Ours is more or less free. Well, yeah. We'll give you a torch on my tour. Everybody <laughs> has a torch. Oh, well, you said it, you said it in the first place, man. <laughs> Screw well, you, there's a torch. fire involved. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, it seems like we've droned on enough for one evening. So, we're going to wrap up this show. But first, Jeff, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me at Braindead92 on Twitter. And uh, I'm... Ex- Starting a new website, uh, kylesbedak.com. <laughs> I froze Kyle, right there, so I don't you. know what you just said. It sounds pretty good since <laughs> Chuck started laughing, so I apologize. I'll, I'll listen to the show, so maybe it'll be better. <laughs> that is even be more a funny strike for you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait six months to get to hear it. <laughs> Kyle, where can they find you on the internet? Um... On the Instagram, I'm at Diz underscore Pipe and Turkey Leg Zero One. You know, Turkey Legs aren't that good. You can go. Never mind. Dave, where can you be found on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Figments Reality and on Twitter at Figments Reality. I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat, and you could find all of us collectively on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, at the Mickey Dudes, except I, I think Instagram's still the Mickey Dudes podcast, right? Is that right? Correct. That's okay. correct. Instagram is the Mickey Dudes podcast, and hopefully we'll have some Periscopes and YouTubes coming up soon. Periscope? Per- yeah, it's... Is this the whole thing? I I mean, I, I watch it. Oh. Uh, is it? I don't know. It exists. It Periscope is. still exists. And at this point, we're going to go party at Kyle's Badak. So thank you all for listening and have a great week. exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon